Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the For the Healthy Health podcast, where we talk about conscious living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Dree. Thank you for joining me and allowing me to be a part of your journey. So you know we can't continue an episode without first checking in, seeing how you all have been, how is your heart, let us know. Well, it's just me today, <laughs> but let me know wherever you feel comfortable doing so. I love hearing from y'all. I am doing better. I had a pretty anxious and hectic morning, but right now in this moment, I feel good. I feel grateful and just so happy to be here. So yesterday I had a conversation with a new friend who, first of all, has been such a light such a resource in my life in the little time that I've known her quite naturally I want to do the same for her but she and I was having a conversation she was just telling me how great I am at showing up as my authentic self online in in several different mediums so here on this podcast on YouTube on Instagram on TikTok I know as human beings we don't see ourselves the way that other people see us so That was really nice to hear. So in that conversation, she mentioned that because of how I'm able to just show up as my authentic self online, I should maybe, you know, be a resource for other people and share how to show up authentically (laughs) yourself online. But in the meantime, I was like, that would be an amazing podcast episode. So literally we had this conversation yesterday and the next day I'm recording this episode and it's so funny because I woke up at three o'clock in the morning to go to the ladies room I had to potty because I'm an excessive water drinker but in that time my brain wouldn't cut off so I stayed up for like another probably 45 minutes to an hour lying in bed my brain wouldn't stop working all of these points all of these tips for being authentic kept coming to my brain so I I pulled out my notes app on my phone and I just wrote all of this stuff down in my notes so that being said today we're going to talk about how to be your authentic self offline and online because I feel like you can't you can't show up as your truest self in a digital space if you aren't that person in real life So I want to break this episode up into two parts. The first part, we're going to talk about being your authentic self in real life, because I find that a lot of us have a hard time doing that. I've I've been there. And then the second part of this episode, we're going to talk about how to show up as your authentic self in the digital space. So jumping right into it, every human being who currently exists, who has existed, has been conditioned, whether it be by the media, by your parents, by friends, by school, whoever, whatever the case may be, we have been conditioned. And because of that, it can sometimes be hard to move as your authentic self in this world. If you've been here a while and, you know, I've listened to other episodes, you've heard me make this statement before. I first learned this about seven years ago. When I was reading You Are Badass by Jen Sincero. And it completely blew my mind. It was like, what do you mean? I'm not, I'm not me. And it doesn't mean every single 
characteristic, every single value that you have isn't yours. Because I believe that some values that I do carry were my own, are my own, but a large part of us was conditioned. I remember when I was younger, and I mean like middle school, high school, college, I didn't know who I was. And I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing because if you don't know who you are and if you can acknowledge you don't know who you are, you then have the space to find yourself, create new values, create new experiences and just create a life that you are happy to live, create a life that you are that you love that is fulfilling for you. So I definitely don't see not knowing yourself as a bad thing. But I just remember being in college not even like I can even go further back than that because I was thinking about that last night when I was up at three o'clock in the morning about how I would when I was younger, maybe probably high school, I would go around my cousins and they talked a different way that I talked. But I noticed by the time I ended up going back home from spending time with them, I would be talking the way that they were talking. Hence, I would, I guess, conform and change and be different versions of myself according to who I was around that can be confusing not only for the people that are in your life but for yourself for your own identity for your own sense of self it can be super confusing when I was a kid or like even in high school a lot of that time I kind of just went with the flow or I adopted the narrative of what people thought I should have been and another thing I think is is important to note is that we adopt certain narratives and identities based on how the people around us treat us and I have to say a large part of who I was was based on how I was treated how I was reacted to I think when I finally decided to take control of my being my sense of self was probably college I think that was the start of it that was the beginning of it and you may have heard this story before so I'm not going to dive all the way into it but when I was in college I had so many different majors I was undecided I was nursing I was information technology because I didn't know what I wanted to do my mom wanted me to do nursing okay then I was like nah this isn't gonna work for me I don't like it and I remember specifically telling my mom if I don't like something I'm not gonna succeed at it I'm not gonna be great at it and that was one of the first times like that was a pivotal moment in my life because I was able to make a decision based on my own thoughts my own values and tell her like hey no this isn't gonna do it for me and I wasn't really afraid of letting her down for one of the first times in my life it was like I actually decided to live for me and so then after nursing I went as undecided because your girl was undecided I didn't know what I wanted to do then I had a talk with my big cousin and she does information technology she makes really good money for it doing that job and I tried it out and I took one class and I was just like nah this isn't gonna work this isn't for me because honestly that's all it takes like you know when something is for you and you know when it ain't for you at the end of the day but after a while I decided to major in communications media and communications and that's what my degree ended up being in but that's besides the point but that is one of the first times in my life where I actually stood up for what I believed in. I didn't kind of, I didn't go with the flow. I didn't do what people thought I should do. I didn't make decisions based on people's perceptions of me. And I'm really proud of myself for that. An important part of being authentic, like I said before, is to learn who you are. 
And I feel like the first time I actually, I guess, learn, relearn, unlearn, because truthfully, when we're born into this world, we're is there's complete bliss and we don't adopt these values, these thoughts and opinions until we start to unconsciously take in what's going on around us. I feel like the first time I actually had time to unlearn and relearn and just learn new things about myself was when I graduated from college. Because you got to think about before that time, I always had my head in the books. I'm in a sorority. So during my downtime, I was doing community service, you know, working on events with my sorority. I was, I'm a mom. I was a mom then, still a mom now. Had a partner. So a lot of my time was already allotted for. So I didn't really have that time to myself to find out who I was. But once I graduated from college, things kind of slowed down a bit. As some of you may know, I wasn't able to find a job immediately. So I had a lot of time on my hands. And it's just so funny during times where I guess you feel like you're going through a struggle or you're going through hard times. Isn't it funny? Those are the times that you lean into who you are and you lean into the divine power of the universe. That's when I decided to start unknowingly start my spiritual journey, learn about myself. We talked about how there's opportunity in every struggle, and that's exactly what happened to me. During my time of struggle and sadness, I leaned into not only myself, but God and the universe. In doing so, I was able to learn more about myself. I was able to deepen my relationship with myself. And before that, I didn't understand the importance, the value of having a solid ass relationship with yourself. No one ever talked about that. Where I grew up, the people that I was around, nobody ever talked about your relationship with yourself. It was always your relationship with your mother, your relationship with your father, you know, people outside of you. But during that time, I learned how important it is to know myself and actually develop a relationship with myself. And how do you do that? How do you develop a relationship with yourself? One big way for me, one I feel like the most beneficial ways for all of us is to just spend time alone. Simple. Spend time alone. You've got to think about the fact that when you are with someone 24-7, you don't really have much time to hear your own thoughts. To I'm not going to say you don't have time to have your own opinion because truth be told, the people you are around should be very open and want to hear your opinion that matters which I'll tap into that in a in a little bit but there's no time like being alone because when you spend time alone the noise it quiets the noise is non-existent and when the noise is non-existent you get to hear yourself a little bit more and honestly I know being alone is a touchy subject for some because A lot of us are already alone. A lot of us already live alone, you know? You can be alone and not really be alone. Does that make sense? You can be alone and not really be alone. There can be social media, television. You can be on the phone, like so many things. So just because you're alone doesn't really mean you're alone. But when I say spend time alone, I mean really spend time alone. Spend time with yourself. Because like I said, once you do, The thoughts and opinions of others will start to 
go to the bag and you'll start to really see who you really are, what you really value, who you really want to be in this world. Not what your mama wants you to be. Not what your granny wants you to be. Not what society tells you you should be. But what you really want to be. So spending that time alone with yourself is really beneficial. And I highly, highly recommend it. To this day, I still have to spend time by myself. So I grew up as an only child. So I actually did spend a lot of time alone. And it's so crazy because although I put on a mask around certain people, I think all alone, I really knew who I wanted to be. I knew deep down, deep inside who I wanted to be because I spent that time alone. I mean, 12 years old, my mom worked a lot of hours. I was the only child. So I was spending time at home alone all by myself at that age. But just because you know who you want to be, that doesn't mean you're going to listen to to those thoughts, to that calling of who you know you're meant to be. And that's kind of the space that I was in for a really, really long time. And I'm just so grateful that I was able to come up out of that. It's, it's really such a liberating thing. So I'm going to quickly run through some other things that help me learn who I am. I can't tell you how to be you. That's the thing. I know it would be easy. It would be super, super helpful if I could just say, hey, do this and you can you're going to be you. But I can only tell you what has worked for me, what has helped me to relearn myself again. Like I said, I'm going to really quickly run through these things because nine times out of 10, you probably have heard me mention all of these things before. These things are what I'm all about, what I'm always preaching and recommending everyone to do meditate Mm -hmm. yeah I said it I know you're tired of hearing it but we can square up if you want to (laughs) meditate meditation is such a beautiful thing and I feel like it's one of those things that we all know we should probably be doing but we don't necessarily do it I've been there there was a point in my life where I meditated just about every single day as of lately I don't necessarily meditate every single day probably three or four times a week and it doesn't have to be anything like super intense literally five minutes I actually highly recommend starting off really small two minutes three minutes four and just working your way up because meditation can be a tricky thing when you sit down there's going to be a lot of noise because you're usually ignoring this noise but when you sit down you have no choice but to hear this noise and that's why I really I really like meditations that are not guided meditations when you just sit down with yourself and nothing else I really enjoy those because you have no choice but to hear those thoughts but when you filter through those thoughts and you actually hear them out you then make space for other things for abundance for love and that's going to come with time and I also wanted to mention that meditation doesn't always look like sitting down in a dark room with your legs crossed It can look like several things. To me, meditation is just being present while you're cooking, while you're on a run. Every day of my life, I try to be present with what I'm doing because I'm not going to lie. My mind runs. I do a lot. I wear a lot of hats. There's a lot of roles that I embody. So my brain is always going. But I promise you, at some point in every day, I'm like, okay, can we just... Can we just be present right now? And although sometimes it lasts for three minutes, five, ten, I try 
and I keep trying again. So that's what I highly recommend for you when it comes to meditation. Don't give up on yourself. This is a sacred time for you, the universe, to connect, for you to understand and deepen your relationship, not only with the universe, but also with yourself. Some other things include journaling, working out, drawing, even if you're not good at it, because I'm not that great at it and I love doing it or just really any other hobby, honestly, that like I think I want to start crocheting here in a bit. Uh, I wanted to do pottery for a little bit, but we don't have a place, a pottery studio in my city that I live in. So I think it would just be easier for me to do um, crochet. Um, reading and unplugging. Unplugging is a really big one for me because, man, if you thought the world as you know it, as you see it in real life was noisy, boy, social media gonna talk, turn the volume up even louder. And don't get me wrong, I love social media. It's an amazing space. I created my, my livelihood, you know, through social media. So I love it. But you do have to step away and unplug. Or else you'll get lost in the sauce. And that's not what we want. When I do unplug, I notice I have so much time on my hands. And I ask myself, well, what do I do now? What what, what am I going to do? I'm so bored. No. Now it's time to do all of those things that I just mentioned. Like crocheting, journaling, working out, drawing, spending time with your family, your loved ones, or spending time alone. Learning who you are is going to be a different process for all of us, but I highly recommend some of the ways that I just mentioned to just at least try, at least get the ball rolling. And then once you do, you'll kind of find your own way and you'll see what works for you and what doesn't. Because truth be told, some of the shit I just mentioned may not work for you and that's okay because this is your journey. Your journey is going to be different from mine and the next person and the next person and the next person. So just take these as recommendations, start somewhere, and you'll find your way. You'll deepen that relationship with yourself, and you will live a fulfilling life. You'll live a life that you didn't even know was possible, that you couldn't even fathom. You just got to start somewhere. Another note that I have on authenticity is to allow space for all versions of yourself. Allow space for every single version of you. I think this is something that I struggled with and still somewhat struggle with today. There's many versions of me. I mean, I'm a Gemini sun, Gemini moon. So there are many versions of me that exist. I think we can become really attached to certain identities, certain versions of ourselves. When you become attached, you then become stagnant. And when you're stagnant, you don't allow room for growth, other versions of yourself to blossom. And the cycle continues and you'll look up and you'll realize you're unfulfilled. You're not happy with your life. All because you were attached to an identity, to a version of yourself. And I know that version of us protected us got us to where we are now and I applaud them for that they deserve flowers for that for sure but now it's time to shed new layers to allow ourselves to transform to allow ourselves to take many forms as human beings we are multi-dimensional beings I'm allowed to be one thing and in the same breath be another thing I'm allowed to do that 
So we must embrace all versions of ourselves, make space for all versions of ourselves. And when you're at a space where you can embrace every version of you, every version that has existed, I mean, the pain, the laughter, the beauty, the sadness, all of it, all of it must be embraced. It'll feel like a weight lifted off your shoulder. It'll feel like you can breathe. It's going to be so liberating. And then you now have that space because you were so open and so loving and so embracing to every version of you. You now have that space to embrace all versions of you that will come to be. The last note I have on being your authentic self in real life is to just surround yourself with people you feel safe with. And if that's no one right now, that's okay. I remember it was a point where I didn't feel safe with anybody except for Travis. So if it just got to be you and you thugging it out for you to feel safe, so be it. Like, it is what it is. Because the truth be told, when I mentioned earlier that I put on a different mask with certain people when I was at school with my mom, whoever. Maybe I just didn't feel safe. Maybe I just didn't feel like I could be myself around these people. And that's okay. That's totally okay. That's that's not on them. That's on me. Because now I'm taking responsibility and seeing that I don't have to be around these people. If they don't make me feel safe, I don't have to be around them. I only want to be around people where I can be myself with. And if I can fully be myself around you, I feel safe around you. And in that time where you spent alone or you spent with that one person or two people, three people that you genuinely felt safe with, that you genuinely felt like you could be yourself with. In that process, you learn more about yourself and then When you show up authentically as who you truly are, you will attract your tribe. You will attract people who you feel safe around and they feel safe around you. So don't be messed up about your circle being small. My circle being small. And that's the way I like it. That's the way I prefer it. I don't play about my peace. I don't play about myself. Who is meant to be in my life will be in my life. Who is meant for me will be for me. And if I don't feel safe around you, my time around you will be very limited. It's not, it ain't personal. It's not personal at all. But I just, I just don't play about my peace. I don't play about me. That said, surround yourself with only people you feel safe with. And you will find you won't have to perform. You won't have to put on a mask. These people will love you with open arms, all versions of you. And they will encourage you, along with yourself, to, to relearn yourself, to continue this journey of authenticity. Okay, now to the fun part. And I have a lot of notes on this part, but I'm very grateful for my job to be what it is. I literally just get to be myself. I literally just get to show up. I'm so grateful to be alive in this time. It's literally a time to be alive where you can just easily and accessibly create a life that you want just being yourself I don't know how many of y'all 
are interested i know i think it's a lot of y'all honestly are interested in not necessarily content creation but just putting your art out there putting your work out there because in the conversation that my friend and i had a large part of it was about well it was a, it was a brief conversation it was voice um, notes but a large part of it was about showing up as your authentic self in the digital space and i know while a lot of y'all may not necessarily want to do content creation or i guess influencer which is a word that i'm just like yeah but i learned that that word can definitely be a good word it can be a good thing i feel that many of y'all have a passion a business a art a creative outlet and with that putting yourself out there requires a little bit of content creation so the first thing i want to say is your story, your experience is the content. That's the content, sis. You are the content. I remember someone asking me, how do you plan your day? Or like, how do you do your content? And I was just like, I was kind of going to be doing all of this stuff that I'm showing anyway. I was going to be living my life anyway. And all I did was take my camera out. I took my, my iPhone out. That's it. And if you're in a space where you kind of just don't feel like you know who you are, that's your story. That's the content. Your journey of finding yourself, finding your way back to who you truly are, that's your content. And I know sharing your story is a, it's a really vulnerable space, but share as much as you feel comfortable sharing. Everyone doesn't have to know every single thing. Practice a little bit of discernment. I'm so grateful that I've adopted the gift which I probably had all along, of sharing my story without oversharing. Because truth be told, everybody doesn't need to know everything. It's, it's true. Everyone doesn't need to know all of your business. But you can share your story. You can share what you're going through as much as you feel comfortable sharing without oversharing. And it will relate to so many people. Relatability is another huge benefit of just simply sharing your story you don't realize how many people may be going through what you're going through there's been so many times where you know we uploaded a podcast or I shared a post on on Instagram and someone related to it and it, if at least one person related to it that makes you feel less alone so there's so much power in sharing your story not only for you but also it will benefit other people the next two things kind of go hand in hand, and that is letting go of perfection and understanding that everything you need is right in front of you. Everything you need is right in front of you. I think I struggled really, really bad with this in the beginning when I first kind of started my content creation journey in 27, no, 2015, 2015. I feel like we all want the latest gear, the best iPhone, the best microphone. While we would love to have all those things, what's accessible to you right now? What's in front of you right now? What's at your what's at your reach right now? I guarantee you, if you look around, there is something that is resourceful that you can use to share your journey, to fulfill your craft, your art. Perfection is a big thing for me. It's it's something I have been overcoming and I'm I'm really proud of it. I have really deep roots in perfectionism because of the way that I was brought up and so many other factors. My need to be perfect has held me back so many times. 
so, so, so many times. Because essentially, that's what perfectionism does. It just holds you back. It stops you from doing things because you want things to look a certain way. You want them to look how they look in your head, how you imagine they would be. And I really had to let go of that narrative. I had to let go of wanting to be perfect because from everything I've experienced with content creation and just life in general, it never turns out how you think it will turn out, whether it turned out better or it turned out worse. It's not going to turn out how you want it to turn out or how you not how you want it to, but how exactly how you imagined it to turn out. So letting go of perfectionism was really it was a breakthrough for me. That's why like when y'all hear me talking in a podcast, y'all hear stutters. I keep it in there. I make a joke out of it like that's That's what I got to do. Or else I would be so stagnant. Like, I wouldn't even do this podcast at all if I was so hung up on perfection. Like, there would be no episode. There would be no podcast. Going back to everything you need being right in front of you. I know that can be difficult to believe, especially in the times that we live in and the space that we live in, specifically the digital space. We see what everybody else has. And it's just so funny. When we look at everybody else's life, the grass is so much greener over there. Like, <laughs> y'all know what I mean. Like, the grass is so much greener on everybody else's Instagram feed. Everyone's life is so much better than yours. Oh, and now you need this. Now you need to have that too. Well, in order for you to do your podcast, you need this. In order for you to open up your business, you need this. In order for you to create content, now you need this. No, you don't. If you have breath, you got what you need. If you are listening to this podcast, more than likely, you have some kind of smartphone. In the times that we live in, that's truly all you need. Yeah, I'm using a microphone right now to record this podcast, but I could have recorded it on my phone. If we're talking about content creation, that's all I use is my iPhone. And you don't even have to have the latest and the greatest. You just need a smartphone. And like I said, nine times out of ten, if you're listening to this podcast... You have a smartphone. Everything you need is right in front of you. Just look around. When you're in a lack mindset and you're, I need, I need, I need, I need. I don't have, I don't, I don't have, I don't have. No, you're not going to find things you need around you. You won't. It's impossible because you've already, you've already conditioned your mind to believe that nothing you have is in front of you. But if you shift your mindset to everything I need is right in front of me. You'll start to notice the things that you didn't notice before. You'll notice the beauty in things. You'll notice that instant over there, that's content. Me putting on my clothes, my outfit, that's content. This meal I'm about to eat, that's content. This thought I just had, that's content. So hear me out when I say everything you need is right in front of you. Everything you need, you can touch. It's, in, it's within arm's reach. You have all you need to create that content, to show up as yourself, to start that business. You have everything you need. It's so funny because whenever I first started creating content, I lived on campus. And in the school I went to, they had these particular specific apartments that were for grad students, um, 
people who were married or had children in order to live in these apartments you had to meet the requirement of one of those things on the on the list and obviously I met a few of the requirements but my point is that apartment was so ugly it was literally the the walls were yellow the kitchen was so ugly there was no window in the kitchen so a lot of my content back then was like food based but you know what I worked with what I had like and I guess because of that I've been conditioned to find the beauty in everything I've been conditioned to make everything beautiful because if you go back and look on my Instagram page like my very first few posts I was in that apartment and if I have to if I have to say so myself my posts weren't that bad <laughs> they weren't that bad and then you know when I moved into another space it was difficult but again I looked for the beauty in that particular space. I looked for the beauty in my home. And I made my content beautiful. And I think because of that, romanticizing my life and just having the need to make everything look beautiful, I feel like that's instilled in me. Which that's my next note on showing up authentically online. Make it sexy. Romanticize your life. And I feel like when you make things beautiful, you're going to want to show it. You're, like, you're going to want to record it. You're, you're going to want to show the world your creation. For example, if you cook a beautiful meal, make it look beautiful for you. Not Don't make it look beautiful for the sake of, oh, I got to post this. Because then I think you'll get burnt out. Make it beautiful for you. Whenever I'm cooking a meal, whenever I'm doing anything, it's my intention. It's my purpose to make it look beautiful. And romanticize it. And to be honest, like life is a little bit more fun when you make things look beautiful. When you can find the beauty in everything. That's really a high vibrational feeling. When you're scrolling on Instagram or TikTok, wherever you like to scroll. And you see someone's life and you think it's so beautiful. Their life is so much beautiful than mine. No. They just found a way to make that shit look sexy. They found a way to romanticize their life, to find the beauty in it. I'm telling you, all you need is a natural light source, a window. It ain't even got to be super sunny outside. You just need that natural light and a good angle. Work your angles. Zoom in, zoom out. See what looks best. You got to play with it a little bit. You know what I mean? And find ways to make it look beautiful. Find ways truly to make the same shit look beautiful because Truly, that's what I do. The content that I post is the same but different. Every day when I do decide to create content, the days that I do decide to share my life and document my life, I'm saying I'm sharing the same thing, but I'm just showing different ways to make it look beautiful. I'm sharing different ways to romanticize my life. Another quick note that I have is that you have to let go of the need to be perceived a certain way. People going to perceive you how they want to perceive you. Like what they think about you, first of all, it don't matter. But the pre-notions they have about you in your head, like they already have it. So it, it, it just takes a lot of energy to try to get people to see you in a certain light. Just show up as your authentic self and they're going to talk anyway, whether it's good or bad. People are going to talk. You can't control the thoughts and the narrative that people have about you in their heads number one like I said it don't really matter number two they're gonna talk anyway so you let them talk 
having the need to be perceived a certain way, it can have you one, not even stepping into, you know, that new venture that you want to step into in the first place. And number two, it can have you unauthentic as fuck. Risking my authenticity in order to be perceived a certain way. That's not a risk that I'm willing to take. So let it be. I'm going to show up as who I truly am. And if you like it, cool. And if you don't, that's cool too. But at the end of the day, I was true to myself. So that's all that matters. So I have a few other things that I want to mention before this episode starts to drag out and I start to like start talking in circles. But there is nobody else like you. You are one of one, baby. Ain't nobody doing it like you. Those are just the facts. So if you feel timid or shy or resistant because there's so many podcasts, there's so many people creating content on wellness, there's so many people doing this, who cares? That's fine. You're one of one. Ain't nobody gonna do it like you. Even if they tried. Even if someone tried to do it just like you're doing it, they tried to imitate you. They won't be able to. Number one, they won't be able to. And number two, they won't even be able to keep up because they don't know what your next move is. They're not in your head. And that in itself is a big enough reason, especially if you being authentic, because the next person, if they doing what you doing, like imitation, ain't no way they being authentic. Ain't no way y'all are authentically creating the same exact content. So just keep that in mind. You're one of one. The world needs to hear your voice. The world needs to see and hear and feel the most authentic version of you. Be sure not to lose yourself through content creation or through whatever form of creativity that you want to explore through authenticity. There I go again. There I go again. Through authenticity. I think sometimes we can forget why we started. But whenever you start to feel like that, just sometimes you got to step away. And by stepping away, you're really taking a few steps forward because you get to sit back and just remember why. What was the point of this? There's really just so much to see on social media, but always stay true to you. Don't get lost in the sauce. Always stay true to you. And if you can do that, you won't have any problems. Yeah, sometimes you may have to take a step back because I have. I felt burnt out. I felt like what I was doing wasn't enough. I feel like what I had to show wasn't enough. It wasn't as beautiful as the next person. But I had to take a step back and realize, why did I start this? Am I being authentic? Am I being my truest self? What's the point in this? Ask yourself those questions if you start to feel a little lost on your content creation journey. It'll do you really, really good. And my last note is to practice, 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 practice authenticity, practice creating, practice romanticizing and making everything beautiful. I think in the beginning of our creation journey or whatever journey we're starting, our artistic journey, we're not as good as we thought it would be. Or we're, we're not as good as our inspiration is, as our, the people, some of the people we follow and look up to on social media. But you know how they got that good, right? They kept going. 
They kept trying. I promise you, if you go back on my TikTok feed and look at some of the first videos I created, they aren't as good as some of the ones that you see today. I got there because I kept going. Even when I thought it wasn't good enough, I kept going because I let go of that perfectionism. I let it go. It didn't serve me. Keep going. Keep practicing. Even if you think you don't, you're not good enough, even if you think you don't have what you need, keep going. Keep practicing. Because you'll find that, and I found this, through my creative journey, I've learned so much about myself. Having a creative outlet in itself, it will teach you so much about yourself. So just keep practicing. Keep going. Even when you feel like it's not good enough. In order for it to get better, you got to keep going. Like, that's the name of the game. That's math. That's science. That's how it works. If you want to get better at something, you keep going. So this is your sign. No matter how ugly you think that video is, no matter how ugly you think that art piece is, no matter how ugly you think that poetry, that book sounds, keep going because it can only get better. And on that note, I'm going to end out this episode right here. Please let me know if you enjoyed it. Let me know if I missed anything because honestly, this is a topic that I love talking about and I could go on and on and on about, but I didn't want to like talk y'all ears off. So if there's anything that I missed, any questions that you have for me, please, please reach out, DM me. Y'all know I'm, I'm really good with responding to my DMs. Even if it's like not right away, I'm really good with getting back to y'all and just communicating and engaging with y'all. So if you have any questions about anything, anything that I mentioned today, please reach out because I'm open to be a resource for those who need it. And on that note, thank you so much for being here, for allowing me into your space. Remember, stay authentic be yourself authenticity always win always i'm sending you so much peace so much abundance and every single thing you need in this moment bye also shout out to my friend for inspiring me to do this episode (laughs) love you